Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast Season 4, Episode 11, The Wicker Man. If this is your first time checking out the Podcast Network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Camp slash Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Warcast. We talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I am your head camp counselor, Doc. We are here with other head counselors. We have Raph. Shocks are so much better absorbed when the knees are bent. Ramirez, Raph, how are you, sir? Fantastic. What's up, guys? What up, what up? Next, we got Miles. What religion can they possibly be learning? Jumping over bonfires. Francis, Miles, how are you, sir? Uh, heated, man. Uh, heated from jumping over <laughs> to me bonfires. No doubt. Remember when you were a kid, you used to do that and you got older and you're like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I just didn't do it naked. I haven't, I haven't hit the age yet where I've decided it's that bad of an idea, I'll be honest. <laughs> Next, we got Jay, but they are, they're naked. Summer McSiles Fox. <laughs> Summer McSiles Fox. Hi, Jay, how are you? Well, they certainly don't want to jump over those bonfires with their clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And finally, we got Alex. And what are the true God? He's dead. Can't complain, but he had his chance in modern parlance. He blew it. Uh, Rutan, as I said, I was going to say, how do you say it again? Rotten. Rotten. How, how do I get that song wrong? How are you, Alex? I'm doing great. Can't wait to talk about The Wicker Man. Fuck yeah, dude. Welcome to the podcast. Guys, we watched The Wicker Man, released in 1973, December 6th, to be precise. Running time, 88 minutes, with a budget of 500,000 pounds. Box office, (laughs) $76,701. So it made a little bit of its money back. It didn't. All right, Mm -hmm. synopsis. A Puritan police sergeant arrives in the Scottish island village in search of a missing girl who the pagan locals claim never existed. Let's check out a trailer. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. No, next one. Stupid. Another cool poster. There we go. It is a cool poster. No volume. Oh, you can't hear it? Nope. No. Shit. One moment, please. Come on, Doc. This ain't your first rodeo. Can you hear it now? Yeah, corn rigs and barley rigs. That's all I fucking hear. Not sure why it's the 70s synth like porno music. It's a 70s porno music. Yeah, it's good to see that the deceptive trailer has always been a thing. Absolutely. They're still doing that. They're still doing that. <laughs> that was a deceptive you gotta, movie. You gotta trick the audience into going to see art films. Bro, that was the scariest scene in the whole movie. What? Fucking clown. 
Uh, you wouldn't want to go see this movie based upon the fact they're shoving frogs down people's throats? Well, I got to see it based on that. Yeah. Dead bodies. Whoa. It's giving away quite a bit in the movie, isn't it? As I was gonna say, are they going to show that she was faking here? That's messed up. Man. Yep. Like, what a, what a <clears throat> stupid reveal. Hello. Bro, you think that beetle got out of that desk? No, no, that beetle never got out of that desk. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that trailer. Yeah, Guys, please, let's talk history with the movie. We never make it through a whole trailer. All right, let's start with you, Raph. Have you, do you have any history with this, or you just watch this? No, none whatsoever, just uh, today. All right. Have, have mixed feelings about it. All right, we'll talk it through here in a minute. Uh, Jay, this was your pick. What's your history with it? It's going to be a little long-winded, guys, but uh, <clears throat> back in 1996, uh, one of my best friends, Dale Livingston, rest in peace, Worked at a movie, uh, uh, like a video store called Two Day Video, and this place had some of the coolest fucking horror movies of all time. It had every Faces of Death. It had tons of the spaghetti slashers, and this is mid nineties. So like th- this place had a bunch of like uh, off kilter kind of stuff. And I saw this uh, one video. It was just the history of horror throughout the years. It was Real from quick. like the eighties. Are you are you using that igloo mic, Jay? Can you push it? Away? No, I'm not. Okay, never mind. I'm not. Okay, so go ahead, back there. I apologize. Am I just too loud? You're very, very loud. You're peaking. It's fine. I can fix it. We'll deal with it. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So anyway, so I, uh, I, uh, we we got this one video, which was more of a a history of horror, and it went through a bunch of different decades. And one of the things it went through was the folk explosion of the 1970s, and uh, it showed. Uh, the Maypole scene, a few other things, and it showed the finale, which we already know. And I was like, well, that's pretty trippy. And then about six or seven months later, I actually rented the actual Wicker Man, and I fucking loved it. I've probably seen it <clears throat> 10 or 20 times, and I even <clears throat> somewhat like the Nicolas Cage, just because I, I love the fact that they actually remade the Wicker Man. I think that's a, a real uh, sign how much the original was respected. So, yeah, I got a lot of history with Wicker Man, a lot of it. Nice. Very nice. It sounds like he got a hold of one of those David Jessup tapes he used to make when he was tripping acid. Absolutely. So it was like it would, it would, it would of course, it would start with, uh, you know, silent movies and whatnot. And it talked about, you know, monster movies with, uh, you know, uh, them and Godzilla and then Psycho in the 60s. And then it just talked about the whole hippie movement. And then, you know, there's one thing. This movie is just filled with hippie nuances and psychedelics and, and this movie fucks like, yes it really does literally fucks. literally sex 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 and then a little bit of titties miles you got history with this i'm a lot closer with raf than i with jay on this one man like i i saw the nick cage version when it first came out and i thought it was absolute garbage uh, I watched this for the first time today, and I, of all the movies I've watched on Acid for this podcast, this is the one that I should have watched on Acid. I probably would have enjoyed it so much more. Uh, I admittedly did get a little bored. Uh, I thought that it was just very weird pacing. Uh, I was unexpected. I I, uh, I was very thrown off by just like the random song numbers. Again, on drugs, I think I would recommend this movie. Uh, in my my current mindset, I was just kind of like ah. All right, well, this is going to spend an hour and a half. <laughs> does oh, this classify? Song. Does this classify as a musical? Yes, Damn, I think it does. Bro. Fuck yeah. the the fact is that the the band for this it's called Magnet. Uh, literally, was a band that was brought together 
to only do the soundtrack and they never did anything else after well then on top of that they brought them in they didn't know they were gonna have to film their parts in the movie so they're just like yeah you guys gotta come in on this date and you know lip sync it i can see that's why oh good oh that's why it feels so like separated from the rest of the movie too i I was wondering about that those scenes that magnet or that the singers are in it feels like Like a music video yeah, yeah, like they shot that an entirely different day or like on like a month or something like that. Some of it almost felt like a commercial, like how like yeah. you'll like be walking through and like somebody will just yeah. break out into song about like you know, yeah. posers or whatever. Or like an old Benny, like an old Benny Hinn episode. Like it felt like they were doing bits and whatnot. Yeah, like Paul Giovanni, he's the lead singer and he's the one you see there who's singing and just looks absolutely bored. He looks like a stereotypical like 80s or 90s bored singer in a video. But it just worked for me. I could definitely see if you had love for this movie from like childhood, like you talked about watching it with your friend in the 90s. And like, I can see if you saw it early enough and like it made an impression. But like, I've seen Midsummer, bro. Like, that's a way better movie. <laughs> 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 if I were going to go back and well, watch it at this well, point, wait, I we'll just watched Midsummer. I, I will humbly disagree. We'll that's get fair. into it. But, let's let's finish with our uh, histories. Alex, uh, you have history with this. You love this movie, right? Well, I do love this movie, but I actually didn't see this movie until I was like in, you know, in my early 20s. And uh, the first thing I saw, just like Miles, is I saw the uh, Nicolas Cage uh, Wicker Man first when I was like 11 years old. And I didn't see the original one until like 10 years later. So, but I, I mean, I fell in love with it. My biggest complaint about this movie, though, is that it's only an hour and a half and it drags <laughs> so much towards the end. Like, I feel like it feels longer than an hour and a half. And I, mean, I, and I just watched it like uh, two hours ago, just a refresh mm-hmm. on it. And uh, st- same opinion. It just yeah. drags so much in that last act. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, I think that's part of it. It makes it better because once the reveal of the Wicker Man happens, it drives you nuts. There's just not enough people busting out into random songs in the third. (laughs) They need more like, we're going to the Wicker Man, the Wicker Man. Yeah. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah, burn, burn, baby, burn. That payoff is, 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 is worth the wait for sure. Even though, I mean, again, it's only an hour and a half. Hour and a half movie, hour and a half long movies usually don't feel this long to me. And for some reason, that third act just drags so much. It was made in 1973, bro. You got to give it a little bit of slack. Like they couldn't have done a huge car chase at the end of it. You know what I mean? Like I wish they would have. I want to see Michael (laughs) Bay's remake of this film, see what happens. That's probably the explosion. (laughs) I think that, oh, well, I, 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 towards the end, I have a funny anecdote about the Nick Cage version, but. But uh, the thing is, like, for this movie in the beginning, I also had, like, history of some of the characters. I watched The Equalizer back in the 80s, and if y'all don't know, if y'all seen the uh, the Denzel Washington movie, The Equalizer? Yeah, of course. Any of you? No. No. Well, anyway, uh, that's a remake of a, of, a, of a TV show, and the guy who played the original Equalizer was Edward Woodward, Sergeant mm-hmm. Howie. Yeah. So he's a, he's a really established actor, and of course, you got Christopher Lee, man. I mean, Christopher Lee makes every movie he's in better. He, he, was, really, like, he was solid in this. He was the most yeah. enjoyable part of the film. He did it for free. Yeah, and on top, of doing, on top of doing this movie for free, he has got on record saying that this is his absolute favorite role of all time. Hey, I Miles, I think there were... 
there were more enjoyable things than his fucking presence. <laughs> See, dude, no, I'm gonna even I'm gonna counter that, dude. Even the nudity in this movie was boring by comparison. Oh, to this. No. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? Oh, you guys are what? You guys are like seventies Yeah, well, like, bro, but, I'm a big fan. But yeah, I, I think that I think that your your opinion is, however, swayed being you know what thirty years into. Uh, a world where you know nudity is literally at your fingertips for 1973. 100%, 100%, this movie, I agree. This movie is about as avant-garde as you can get for yeah, 1973. Yeah. Again, yeah. if I had this, seen it as a kid, if I had seen it in the 80s or 90s at any point, like I'd watched it when I watched most horror movies, I'd probably right. been like, "Yeah, dude, I love yeah. the band." But uh, See, that, you know, and so they, that's they why I nice, actually they give were it. nice tits. It, it was it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I try to do, one thing I definitely try to do with movies, and I'm, I'm not faulting anyone for however they see them, but like even back then when I was 15, 16 years old and I saw this movie, I like to see movies like I am in that time period. Mm-hmm. So when I see those movies, I like, oh, how would I have been in, how would I have been like a 16 year old in 1973 watching this? I would have <laughs> been like, I, I would have been watching this with the, with the volume down, hoping my parents don't walk in <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's, borderline just pornography to For some sure. extent but, but if, if i like, pretend i was watching this in 1973 i'd have to watch it from like inside my dad's testicles i don't know if that's <laughs> <what I'm talking laughs> fair enough but i also like i also like the fact that um you know being being in america which you know for lack of a better word, a lot of times it's considered a, a quote-unquote christian country and so it's kind of it's a really cool mind bend to to go somewhere where Christianity is oppressive while also very much in the minority. And so I think that dichotomy with the with the land of Severile, I think that just made it very fresh. I just I just thought it was a very refreshing movie. Plus anything folky, any like folk in general is just so it's it, it it's a it's I still don't think there's enough harmonies that are folk induced. They actually have a folk collection on Shutter right now, which I highly mm-hmm. recommend. But mm-hmm. it's it's still not even tapped. It's still not even tapped now in you know 2020s. I, I think it's one of the last frontiers of horror that could we could really go places with. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know but one it, thing. I'd tap that ass on that. Funny story about that ass, Raph. That was actually a double uh wow. her friends when you see her like top when she's dancing like, that was crazy yeah that, like, like yeah she's back that was actually a double and she and Britt Eklund that actress was actually very upset because she said her ass is too big and I'm like well finally a movie that Javi would appreciate fucking ass was huge all right I didn't get into my history real quick uh I saw this movie when I was 23 years old I was drinking. I was very sick. I had a cold. I was drinking a hot toddy. I kept refilling it with uh, whiskey and the, the tea <laughs> and just sat back and enjoyed the hell out of this. It was very relaxing. I was very stoned. I was very sick. And it was that's the only time I've ever seen it before. But I loved it. It was a great experience. I just thought it was a great fucking movie. The music did throw me off, though. The fact that like now that I'm used to the idea that they're going to sing. But at first, when they started singing, I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Like, what, what did I put in? And then this time watching it it fits so well i think the music makes this movie in in so many ways it makes the atmosphere it makes it it feel even creepier you guys said it was kind of like a commercial it shows how detached they are from the reality of most realities what we consider reality within this face of the christian funnel i guess because a lot of us were probably raised within christianity 
Uh, and so whenever they're giving into their pagan beliefs and doing pagan things, such as dancing nude around the uh, uh, Stonehenge, you know, or it looks singing absurd. about sharing the landlord's daughter. Oh, fucking amazing. And she's mm-hmm. right there. Right. I thought that was awesome. Right, right in front of the landlord, too. And she was like, it's fine. And he was like, it's fine. He was. Well, he was, was. Yes. Pass my daughter around. Yes, have fun, my daughter. Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Well, one thing I really like about their their religion is that they felt so comfortable with it. And that's where I thought the acting was really good, where it didn't look like they were ashamed or anything. And that's one of the, <laughs> the pillars that that Lord Summerall is making fun of Howie about. He's like, you you embrace a religion that's about guilt and hate and yeah. and, 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 and all that stuff. It's like, we love, we love ourselves. Are Jay, you're mad at us for it. Jay, but you're at the an same actor... Time, if you're an actor and they tell you that you have to act natural while you're fucking this girl, you're not gonna act nervous. You're gonna act natural. Well, I'm saying acting. I just, I, 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 and especially for such a shoestring budget and like, just it just looks like I. It just this movie just looked like everyone was having the time of their life. And yeah, nobody got paid. It. Everyone did it for free, basically. Even uh, Christopher Lee, he paid to go out and promote this movie afterwards. He considered this until his death the greatest movie he ever did. Yeah, I mean, cool. Christopher Lee, he had 300 movies to, to his credit. You I know? can't I say I disagree, too. I, I This is my favorite Christopher Lee movie of all time. Out of all the Dracula movies he's done, this is this is the best one. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 I already like... talked some trash about the movie itself. I will say I, I do love the idea of, like, the religious cult, like, as a the main source of the... Uh, uh, the antagonist in a movie, basically. Like, I, yeah. I, I like, I feel like this is far more likely to happen than like a monster under your bed or like an alien invasion or something. Like, I, I yeah. can easily see an island of people worshiping something to the point where they're like, yeah, we could chill, uh, kill a child a year, or, you know. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> happened with American <laughs> cults before. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that's absolutely just straight out of our history books, but I could easily still see happening again. What's so well, and that, sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm just uh, that island still that island. That's a real island in Scotland. Uh, I don't know if it's called Summer Isle, but that is that is 100 percent shot. It's itself. called the Epstein Isle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I had read James. that the uh, one of the actors actually went back to the island like decades after the film was shot, and they actually still saw like a makeshift cross that like they had made during the film by just crossing like two boards over each other. And that island is so just remote that it was still like completely undisturbed. Well, the legs of the wicker man were there for 30 plus years. And then somebody on a four wheeler stole them, which is so so random. I was going to say talking about the Christians versus the pagans. When I watched this, when I was younger, very still in that Christian train of thought, where I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're sacrificing this guy, these these evil, evil people. And now that I'm older, I'm more in the pagan train of thought where I was mm-hmm. watching it almost like rooting for the pagans. Like, you guys are kind of killing Absolutely. this right now. Like, I kind of get it. Yeah, what dude, are you doing? Fuck that backwards Christian. Yeah. They're fucking in the fields. This is what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. The this whole movie, their culture, dude, let it yeah, the- get rid of them. The whole movie is just the stuffy Christian guy comes in and fucks up the party, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no abortions for anyone. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got his yeah. Bible what, and he's telling you? everyone how to have fun. 
Oh, dude, what are you fucking on this island? You can't do that. Well, even to the point where, you know, he's a Christ-like figure in some ways. I mean, he's burned mm-hmm. in the cross, basically. Absolutely. You know? uh, Martyred. He, he, at one point, goes up to that tomb and he, he knocks the shit over, almost like Jesus toppling the tables. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of allegory to, like, him being a Christ-like figure, which happens in right. a lot of uh, writing and movies and stuff like that. But I thought that was And cool. he's no pussy. He's definitely no pussy. Like, how he being one person against this whole island... I think he showed a lot of bravery. Yeah, yeah but sure. he's also arrogant, and that's his downfall because he feels I'm like his power <laughs> is on, on point with Christians, though. Let's be real. <laughs> and with no, no, with cops. <laughs> arrogant <laughs> too. His arrogance is—it's his Achilles heel. It gets the best of him at the end of it because every time he's like, "Well, we'll bring the cops over here and they'll get you." Yeah. And I'm like, "What? What? Who's coming they with you, laugh. dude? You showed up in a fucking yeah. plane. You're what lucky you they came about? out and got you with a dinghy, or you yeah. can you get the dinghy, please?" <laughs> Can you get the dingy, please? Dingy, please. One dingy. All right. So One is, for me. is the beetle him? Is the beetle supposed to be him? Like, they're, they're absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. I was wondering. Also, Summer Owl's house is fucking huge. What is going on castle? there? Dude? Yeah, dude. It's it's definitely a castle. I was like, well, it's Daddy's home. It was yeah, so beautiful. It was so beautiful uh, when it was great. Filmed, I was like shocked by how beautiful it was. Like, there's a couple shots in this movie that are absolutely gorgeous, but that was one of them when they filmed the house. I was like, wow, that's really impressive. Um, does the movie drag? Yes, it does, especially yes. in the third act, whenever mm-hmm. they're doing chase scenes and they're, they're <laughs> fucking with him. But I think the whole movie is them fucking with him, and it's kind of wonderful to see because. He thinks he's smarter than everyone on that island, and even the children are smarter than him. And they're even always the one guy, step ahead of him. Oh, yeah. and the guy at the end says, "Like we've been controlling every move you, every move you've made since the moment you got on the island." And like, yeah, there is some beauty in that for sure. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to show the landlord tied up like four times, though. Yeah, yeah I know. To I, him, I'm like, I thought that too. Fucking hurt. I, it's yeah. a, it's yeah, a yeah. misdirect, though, is what it is. It's the, to to reassure you, he hasn't got out. He hasn't warned them. Blah blah blah. Know. It's one of those things where it needs to be there to kind of show that they've always had him under their thumb at all times, and that's what's going on. Um, uh, we talked about the songs. What's the antidote about the Nick Cage version, Jay? Oh, it's it's more of a of a of a mashup for an ending. I mean, it's it's fucking wild. All right, so uh, as y'all know, he he suffers a very similar fate to Sergeant Howie in this movie, where he uh, he gets burned up. But he's also a motorcycle cop, right? And so uh, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider came out like six or seven months after this movie, <laughs> and so uh, I still want to do it. I think we could do it. I wanted to do an edited mashup where at the end of Wicker Man. When he's getting burnt up, it <laughs> shows him rise with that flaming skull, <laughs> and he just fucks up the whole island. And, I think, awesome. and with with uh, with Muse's "Knights of Sidonia," which is a song that came out right around when that Wicker Man came out, with that playing in the background, he's like, "No one's gonna take." It. And he's just fucking. I mean, I was very high when I thought of this, but man, I think it could happen. Dude, I David already Jacob, like this get on it. too. Yeah, I me too, absolutely. Uh. All right, let's go back to the nudity not being tight. You were wrong. This nudity is tight. He hides. Totally 70s tits. You guys know that oh Pornhub exists? Yeah, bro. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It caught me off guard. I did not <laughs> expect you to know. Simplicity. 
Listen, 30 minutes in it, I did not expect an orgy. I was like, what the fuck? They were all fucking out there. And they're they were all really fucking I can pull up 14 orgies on my phone on the first they, page of my search. <laughs> it's not that big they did it for free. Amazing acting. Amazing acting. Yeah, but Michael nothing's going to movies. And indie art films can exist in the same universe. I can still appreciate both. I can appreciate hardcore pornography. I do appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. It's just, uh, it's not something that I'd go out of my way. It's like, oh man, you know what I need to see is some tits right now. Better get my copy of Wicker Man. I I don't watch Wicker Man for the tits, but whenever you're reminded they're there, it's nice. No, that's 70 tits. That's like where it's at. Like that, it doesn't get any better than that. Like there's something about the way the curvature was with the nipple. I don't know. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah they, they, those are oddly very 70s tits. I, yeah. I, I wonder if they most of them are <laughs> fake. She was in Golden. Uh, she was in a. Yes, yeah, uh, they're, she's they're a model models of she's cars. All right, we shouldn't be talking about them. Like, <laughs> no, they <laughs> are though. They were made different then. Man, I like the '80s Mustang <laughs> so much you, more than the '70s Mustang. What do you think know? those were? 1974, 75. <laughs> well, she was born in 1942, so she was yeah, yeah. Little, just a little over 30 when she did. She's, it. <laughs> she's in the GILF category now, and yeah, still yeah. hot. She's in the great GILF category at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um. No, no, no. I thought the nudity was fine. Uh, th- this movie is such a slow burn, but I think as a, a cohesive piece, it works. Like even watching it today, it worked for me. Raph and Miles, what was it about it that didn't work for you? Was it the pacing or was it just pacing for me was was probably the biggest part? Honestly, I'll be real. I'm enjoying this discussion of the movie more than I enjoyed <laughs> part of the movie. Uh, like it, it's it's one of those things that I love the concept. I love the idea. I like the acting. I, I don't really know where exactly it fell apart. It was just so, I think, just off the wall and random at times. And I just I, I wasn't necessarily ex- uh, expecting that. So maybe maybe it was just my mindset more than anything, because I was going in with the knowledge of the Nick Cage film. Yeah. Uh, and those are two very different animals. Right. Oh, right. The God. Nick Cage well, movie is is more like jump scare, well, uh, <laughs> like, like dark vibes. Well, Miles, to, to answer your question, I, I think... You, what you just described is how they want you to feel like all this stuff is just bonkers and nonsensical. And then by the end of it, you realize how it all came together and how every little thing had its place. Why Wait, you're saying they, they were controlling me from the very beginning, Jay? <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> you stepped onto the island. This is our plan to bring somebody who love the Simpsons and will I'm just kidding. Did they do a man in the Simpsons? That'd be a that'd be a fun uh, that'd be a fun uh, <laughs> done a parody. But I mean, they, they take they have. this the sergeant character. He's a proxy for what most people are going to think. It was a uh, statement on religion and Britain and suppression of sexuality at the time. And so most people going in this movie are going to put themselves in the avatar of the, the sergeant character of the police officer. But at the same time, like I said, now watching it, I'm more on the pagan side where I'm kind of like enjoying the festivities mm-hmm. and the fun and the wearing the mask and the, all that stuff. Go ahead, Alex. Another fun hindsight thing is this is my own personal thing is when you listen to the uh, 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 the, the, the police officers like rant at the end where he says it's all just going to fall in on them. You know, the next one's going to fail. It's kind of like a like a look back on the hippie movement and how it died after 1969 and how like, you know, the, the new, like more fun sexual people, their movement kind of died out because they didn't try hard enough. Instead, I, they, 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 they put take. their, they, they, instead they put their, uh, like, like, like everything on the back of like esoteric, like esoteric beliefs and, you know, drug use and 
you know, sexualism as opposed to like, you know, doing it themselves. Uh, just a little fun thought I had while watching the movie. I like a, the Simpsons okay. did do a parody. I'm yeah. guessing that's probably a Treehouse of Horror that they did. The <laughs> they sure did. Yeah, the Nick, um, the Nick Cage Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah, not the not the not the real deal, but um, whatever. I get it. You know, this, have you seen the the Irishman with Eddie Griffin? The Irishman, no. no, with Eddie Griffin. It's a new one on Netflix, and it starts just like this. He gets off on a fucking boat on some island, and it's just so fucking hilarious. Interesting. Right yeah. On. All right. Um, well, uh, I thought somebody had watched it. But no, look, no, what I, I lost get... interest in this movie was in the third act. It was fucking dragging on too long. When he started chasing around, I thought that was pointless. But they were trying to signify that he was the beetle right there, just going in circles. Right. And then at the end, look, I was on and off the whole movie. I did not like the singing at all. Uh, the fucking end is what brought me back. I was like, no way this is the whole time. I was like, no way this is happening. And I clicked on the time and there was two minutes left. I'm like, no way this is happening. <laughs> I was like, is this re-? So it brought me back at the end. But other than that, it was really slow paced. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Mean, well, my biggest problem with the pacing was that like most movies in the last act, you expect things to like escalate, you know, like the pacing picks up a little bit. The mu- the, the music picks up a little bit. Things get a little more intense with the wicker man. The, the, the first, second and third act all just seem to be the same pace until you get the big reveal of the wicker man and he gets burnt to death. And, you know, and that's obviously the huge payoff. That's totally worth it. But like that third act, is just as quick as the first and second act. And I think that's the problem. The actor did not see the Wicker Man until the scene, actually, he came over the horizon when he was acting. So his reaction of, oh, God, oh, Jesus, help me, is half him, half acting. But it's that's mostly pretty badass. Him. And that's like cool. that look on his face is like very realistic. And like they kept saying, do you want to see it? Do you want to see it? He kept saying, no, I want to see it on the day. So I think that's pretty cool. Let's go with the inverse real quick. Jay and Alex, what about this movie sticks with you and makes you really want to watch it over and over and over again? You want to go first, Jay? Oh, you go ahead, Alex. Go nuts. Okay. I mean, the cinematography. I am a sucker for cinematography. I love the colors. I mean, at the beginning of the movie when he's walking around and they're really like the camera's kind of focused in on him and the flowers at the same time. Uh, The fact that it's daylight the whole time and you feel safe, but like there's something off. I mean, Midsummer does that. Uh, The most recent movie, my my, my, most a more recent movie, Men does that. Um, uh, uh, I love the acting. I mean, I love the the story behind this movie. I feel like it's kind of bigger than the movie itself. And I love that. Uh, but like I said, this is my favorite Christopher Lee movie. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I think this is also one of those movies that's just so legendary. It's kind of hard to not know about it, even if you haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, that, 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 that's, that's what does it for me. Absolutely. How about you, Jay? Well, for one thing, the, what everyone's not liking about the, about the movie is what I think is its biggest strength is its pacing. Because a lot of movies, uh, they when they give whenever a movie gives you anything, it loses its power. That's just the way I think film works in a lot of ways. And this movie does such a good job of slowly showing you something and then taking it away, and slow mm-hmm. and slowly showing you something and taking it away constantly to the point where it is frustrating i can it is absolutely frustrating but at the same time the subject matter of him you start trying feeling to find like the, the top no you're you, here's the thing the movie frustrates you 
when you're frustrated watching yeah. this movie, you are Sergeant Allen. Yeah. Like the way the way y'all are describing it, like I didn't want to say it until now. Like that's exactly what the movie wants you to do. Like the movie really is kind of like a puppet master in that it makes you feel a certain type of way. And the other thing I really liked was the use of music. And I'll give you the biggest example of that is that in the very beginning of the movie, he's in mass, right? And so they're singing their hymns and they're doing all that. And so when he's flying, you hear you hear hymnal music. But then as soon as he basically gets right over Summerall, it drops with the with the corn rings. And mm -hmm. now you know you're in a that. different world. I that that's what I'm telling you. Like, but it's it's unnerving. That's the whole mm -hmm. point. The movie is meant to upset. Like it really is. It's meant to make you think. And that's one of the things that I think makes it such a like a, a legacy picture is that it absolutely makes you think. And even so, like, and one of the coolest things I liked is you know, I first time I saw this movie was before I be, got into church myself, but I felt like it handled both religions with a certain type of respect yeah. so that it wasn't like one was at the mercy of the other so yeah. even in his even in well that's what i mean but even <laughs> in his dying even when he's dying they still let him have that monologue inside the wicker man where he's still talking to god yeah well i yeah, think that shows Christian a lot of stress I think but, it, he, but but in his mind he didn't he lived life eternal yeah. that's what I'm saying it doesn't it doesn't insult another religion they both got what they wanted at the end of the day exactly they got sacrifice right. he got his re he got his religious regeneration or whatever mm -hmm. uh, I like what so, you said. go ahead good ref my my emotions did go up and down like my penis did <laughs> <laughs> well, that nudity. This movie, this movie, this movie. I'll get to there. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate being a good horny. Uh, movie. Guys, it's Pornhub.com. Listen, man, I can also you watch Boogie Nights. Porn rigs. And <laughs> <laughs> so I like what Alex said about the daylight. There is such a thing as daylight horror, where all the the, the yeah. horror happens because mm -hmm. we feel safe in the daylight. It's at the night the monsters right. come out and they creep and they live under the bed and in the closet and wherever else. Uh, but in the daylight, you're safe. Not in these kind of movies. And I. But I wasn't scared though. I was just irritated. I'm and I was just saying, hurry the fuck up, or I was like, find that's something fair. that's gonna help. That's fair for me. The suspense worked because I bought into the mystery in the misdirect of finding Rowan because over and over again, he was like, I got to find her. And he was dedicated to his cause. And at the end of it, whenever she twisted it on him, when she turned her back on him, she said, did I do good? And her mother says, yes, you did good. That, that was, that was heartbreaking to me. Like you were trying to do the right thing. No good deed goes unpunished. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with this. He didn't do anything wrong. The only thing is he did was he was playing with a snake when he thought he was. So, okay. Can you guys imagine how many cops they got <laughs> before him that got laid? I wonder if the Nick Cage movie is a sequel. I was thinking about that. <laughs> like, it never, could work within the reality of being a straight yeah. sequel. Doc, I can answer that question in a bit. Answer it now. Go ahead. Yeah, right, he's, go. you, Jay, with the the teaser. Yeah, you got you got dude. me on the hook here, man. This What's is an orgy, here? baby. Let it out. Well, I mean, for one thing, I mean the the, the Nick Cage movie takes place in America. So it's obviously, I don't consider it a spiritual sequel. There is an actual spiritual sequel to this movie. Word? What is and it? It's, and it's, direct, it's directed by the same guy, and it's very much in this whole universe. And it's called The Wicker Tree. And it came out in 2011. Uh, the story, I can give you the storyline of that. Uh, yeah. here's the, here's, this is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Because this movie came out in like 2000, I want to say 2000. 
2010 or 2011. And it's about uh, these Christian musical artists who go over to another island very similar to Summer Isle. And they're trying to uh, they're trying to preach, but they're actually being invited to evangelize this island that has a lot of similar types of uh, types of different you know, rituals and whatnot. And one's called the Laddie, and the Laddie ritual is where this this guy is groomed and he's chased by all the elite like a fox hunt. It's like a human fox hunt, and so the the male is actually the laddie it was actually supposed to be a pretty decent uh movie with sean astin in the role but he didn't he didn't take it and i will admittedly say uh wicker man i think is a masterpiece wicker tree is much more schlock a lot more schlock uh it's just a poor production value you know it's but i still i still love it and I and it's a really fun little uh, you know spiritual sequel with a name like the Wicker Tree. The truth be told, there's supposed to be three movies in this trilogy, and in the second movie, it doesn't completely go all the way of the of the quote unquote the pagans. And then there's a third movie, but the director died, and the third movie was called Wrath of the Gods. You can look this up on Wikipedia. And in the third movie, uh, it's where the pagans finally get their comeuppance it's literally like almost like star wars from the wicker man's like uh, standpoint hmm. shit that's cool so it's I mean, deep i'm it's pretty good i would i, I would have loved for that to happen yeah maybe we'll get lucky and they'll make like a prequel trilogy soon we'll be able to check that, <laughs> I would, check that yeah out. i'm sure some idea bankrupt studio will pick that up eventually <laughs> yeah. and butcher uh, it I, I do have a great star prequel. wars comment the lady had the princess layla hair hair you mean Princess Leia had her hair because this movie came out four years earlier. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was crazy. Boom. I will say there's that one character who is the bookkeeper of the records of the, the, the marriage certificate and death certificates. She wanted him. She kept giving him sexy eyes. Like every she time was going to fuck that whole ritual up, dude. He was yeah. going to be a virgin. He no busts in that room and she's in the tub and she's like, ooh, hi. But he was a strong Christian man and she had never met one before. They kept, <laughs> trying, they kept trying to let him out of out of it. Like they kept trying to give him, like, go home, leave, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. And then whenever get she laid. was trying to seduce him, like <laughs> she was like the, the Willow character, the, the landlord's daughter, was trying to seduce him. If he wouldn't have been a virgin, he would have lost he, his... Guys, uh, just the moral of this story yeah. is think with your dick. That's yeah. all you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this Stay one safe case, out yes. there, gentlemen. You don't burn a giant phallic symbol then. then you're I was wondering about that during my last view of this a few hours ago was why did they keep tempting him? Was this like, I, I thought it was more to like, Make sure that he was the right one to make sure that he was the one valiant testing, enough testing to turn the her value down. of the sacrifice. Right. That's, right. that's exactly. exactly what it was. That's a, you know, exactly. you nailed it. But once they again, wanted this, they, he's Jesus in the desert, he's being tempted by Satan. Yeah, and that's what it yeah. is. But, but you're right, yes. there are testing the, the fruitfulness of this, this, this uh sacrifice. You're right, I never even thought about that. I this movie's great. I apologize, I really like it. Uh, layers man this yeah. movie has layers and it's more than Nothing just, it's more, than me, just it's, it's more than just it's pacing and it's runtime i mean that's a small complaint i mean this is movie if i had to put it on a one out of ten scale it's an eight or nine out of ten yeah easy wow wow easy. Raph, right you got a list raf uh yeah <laughs> the pickled foreskins 
I paused that show that to my girlfriend. I was like, look. That whole pharmacy, they had a fucking they had a fucking Siamese twin lamb and some formaldehyde that you know smelled bad. I mean, that whole place was so metal. Yeah. The foreskins, I wonder if it was like a candy shop when you just pull them out and eat them. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they were yeah. eating it. So when they were dancing around, the girl had some of the skin and she was eating it. Or no, she wasn't. Do you, yes. think those, do you think those are kosher? They're totally. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know they are. Yeah, They're pickled. Uh, uh, my favorite <laughs> line, my favorite line in the movie is, what about the true God? <laughs> He's dead. He had his chance. That was pretty cool. And he yeah. blew it. And yeah. he blew it. What a great my, line. One of my favorite <laughs> lines is, is when uh, the, the cop was talking about a uh, 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 fake gods as if his was any more real than yeah. theirs. That yeah. was that was really funny to me. Well, that's the had, dichotomy of it. Like, whose God is greater? Whose God is real? What is real? At the end of the day, you yeah. just get thrown in a wicker man and burned to death. Here's a hint. That's, that's he a trick was a, question. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this, movie, like this movie does make me put on my like edgy teenager atheist hat a little bit. Yeah. Also, well, he, supposed to. also, he yeah. was kind of a bitch when he went around like yelling at people. It shouldn't be called the wicker man. It should be called the bicker man. Thank you. Nailed it. It was a podcast, guys. Have a great night. Take care. We're done. Cash flash is done. Raph, what else you got? Uh, so yeah, I ha- I have to admit one of my favorite scenes is when she's trying to seduce him through the wall. Mine and too. you said she had that body double, but um, I could not stand the singing. But it was a really <laughs> good scene, and that's when I was thinking, oh, they're trying to fuck with him because he's been so good the whole time. And uh, I love it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I thought that that whole like her whole solo part was very reminiscent of it was uh, too long. Nico. It was it was long, but it was really reminiscent of Nico from uh, the the Velvet Underground and Nico album. It was very like breathy and yeah, yeah, I I loved it. (laughs) How dare you bring culture to this? this (laughs) Excuse me, I thought we were discussing an art film. No, (laughs) how dare you bring culture and nuance to? I'm sorry, let me get that uh, the tits were nice, and the, the, the yeah, well, had Bush, and uh, someone got murdered, and that was fun. There you go. That's what we're talking when about. When he puts um, when he when he's in the library reading the meaning of May Day Festival, that puts a whole new meaning to me in May Day because you see that in our culture nowadays. And the what they were fucking doing was crazy. And he's like, "No, they can't do that nowadays." And they turned around and did the exact same thing. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna kill some virgin bitch. You better run and save her." He is the virgin bitch. He is. He's the he bitch. Well, well, hey, hey, I'll 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 put it down to brass taxes. Uh, Let me ask you this: Without the Wicker Man, do we have a Burning Man festival? No, awesome. There is so many similarities to the Burning Man, and that's why I kind of was looking up afterwards. I was like, man, which I would never want to go to, or would I? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody talk me into it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Gross. (laughs) No, we're totally gone. All right, all right. The last thing is uh, when they were trying to put him to sleep, and there was a fucking burning hand. Burning hand, yeah, bro. That was intense. Premonition. What, what did they think that was gonna do? I like how he just woke up and knocked it over too. Yeah. <laughs> Total premonition. Like, it was supposed to put him to sleep so he wouldn't uh 
mess with the festival, but I think they were just messing with them even more. I don't know what was going on. I loved, uh, I what, loved that was. this entire movie, though, boiled down to, like, it seemed like they were talking about him behind his back the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's you know what I mean? Like, Dude, it's, they're like, yeah, go over there, you fucking Christian loser. And then a, when he uh, walk away, they'd be like, what a dork. It's a group of cats playing with the mouse is what it is. Yeah, they're exactly. Go, they're grabbing them up again. They're letting them go, grabbing them up again. It's it's so much fun to watch, but they're also doing that to the audience, like somebody said earlier. And so you don't yep. exactly see the twist. That's like why this yo-yo. movie holds its prestige, because the twist actually fucking works. The only problem is the poster gives away the ending, and that kind of sucks, but whatever. Well, I never it's saw iconic. it, so I'm glad I never saw the poster or anything, because I I, I was surprised. When you saw that Wicker Man, did it shock you a little bit? You were like, holy shit. Yeah, I was like, fucking Burning Man. See, I was very (laughs) familiar with this uh, movie through like uh, just horror history and, you know, watching watching a lot of, you know, uh, horror content. So I I, I Uh, think that may have also been part of the problem is like I knew the twist. I knew I knew it was coming. I knew how it ended. Uh, Hey, Doc, I got to tell you, you are wrong. The original movie poster has nothing to do with the Wicker Man. Whoa. Right on, dude. I love it. The poster Whoa. I have, the poster I have, does does definitely show off some stuff. That's know. why you see the. Uh, that's why you that see the. Uh, yeah, the original one is the Sun God. Yeah, you see I the like Sun it. God, which I was intentional so that you would not you would not get that. I think that poster was definitely not the first run, yeah. but the movie made what sixty thousand yeah. dollars. So I think. Towards the end, I'm like, no, there really is a Wicker Man. Come on, come see yeah. it, please. Let's check it out. <laughs> Whatever we can put on here to make you buy a ticket. The Sun God actually bookends this movie. It opens the movie and it closes. If you watch it till after the credits, it bookends it. So it's kind of like it's parable, it's story. Uh, and yeah. does it accept the sacrifice whenever Lord Summerall is gone or when he's yelling at Lord Summerall and he's going, next year it's you, next year it's you. And he's like, no, this sacrifice will work. And he's very confident, but scared at the same time. You can see the look in his eyes like, holy shit, next year it will be me. You know, it's almost like a politician, like they've run their course. And he's like, no, this sacrifice will work. And he believes it with all of his heart. But you can see that little tinge of fear in Christopher Lee's eyes. Like where you're like, holy shit, they will get me next year if this doesn't work. I loved it. I thought that was great. Oh. Well, I didn't notice the, that until. Uh, this What's is the Wicker Tree. This is the sequel I was telling you about, the spiritual sequel. It also has the Sun God visage on there, and it definitely answers kind of that question with the Lord Summerall character oh, in the sequel. Work? So what well, happened? No, 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 no. It's a different. It's a spoiler alert. Spoiler In the second one, their version of Lord Summerall, who is actually played by Graham McTavish, who played the Saint of Killers on Preacher. He gets nice. killed. He dies in the end of the movie. Now the the quote unquote Christians don't, you know, they don't they don't come out any better. But at least in the <laughs> second one, he dies. So at least they took something. You know what I mean? They took something from him. I yeah, I see that just to see it. Well, all right. It's, yeah, I'll watch it. Well, let's get the recommend. So let's go down the line. Let's cut it in half. Uh, Raf, do you recommend the movie? Ah, uh, bro, I, I I do, but I don't. But I watch it. If you don't know anything about it, watch it. It'll catch you at the end. I think that it's going to stick with you, Raph. You'll see. It'll come back to you, man. Miles, do you recommend it? Dude, I fully prepared to come into this to say, hell no, just watch Midsummer <laughs> instead. But genuinely, this conversation was good, man. Alex, awesome meeting you. You brought some really good points. Jay, you always make great points. Duck, you're here too. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You what made about- some great <laughs> You, you made some great points as well, man. But like you guys, the conversation we just had, like made me like rethink some of the movie and is like, one, I should have watched it on drugs. 
uh two uh <laughs> i think next time i watch it i will have like a better just preparedness for what i'm getting myself into absolutely uh alex how oh, about yes, you watch it do you recommend it? absolutely <laughs> i mean between every uh, between the acting the music the cinematography the history behind the movie i mean it's the movie itself is historical for setting up an entire genre or for at least mainline like mainstreaming an entire genre because folk horror was a thing before the wicker man but the wicker man made folk horror pop uh, like popular possible and it, i mean we wouldn't have midsummer we wouldn't have uh we wouldn't have <laughs> the witch no. <laughs> we wouldn't have we wouldn't have uh what was that really good netflix one with um uh I, I can't think of it right now but um we wouldn't have uh popular folk horror movies without the wicker man and i absolutely recommend this movie i recommend everyone owns this movie yeah it's great you own a copy I love of it, it right that was your copy yeah. oh yeah 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 i watched my blu-ray copy very nice how about you jay do you recommend of course. I mean, I picked it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, no, I mean, it's just, like I said, it, it's, it's like, uh, like Alex said, like it, there were folk horror movies before and there are folk horror movies afterwards, but whenever you talk about the greatest folk horror, folk horror movies of all time, if you don't mention the Wicker Man, like in, in, in the conversation, then people think you're a total poser. And yeah, I absolutely. Totally agree. And, absolutely. And, and, to, and as far as Midsummer goes, I love, I absolutely love, <laughs> Midsummer. I just felt Midsummer answered the question. Like I think Midsummer was made by people like Raph and Miles. They're like, let's ramp this shit up, shall we? So like, yeah, exactly. absolutely. And that's, absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's fair. But 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 you got it. You you got what you wanted. It still does its thing, and it still managed at the end to be creepy because it, at the end of Midsummer, you know, it ain't the main character burning. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, but she still yeah. gets to see it. So yeah. no, I think. Yeah, Wicker Man, absolutely. Probably my top ten favorite horror movies of all time. I'll put it there. No problem. No problem. I I got one confession to make. I've never seen Midsummer. I don't catch y'all's reference for this. I, I've never seen it. I think I can almost guarantee you, you. Yeah, I can almost guarantee everything you didn't like about this one. You'll be like, okay, this yeah. one did it right. Midsummer, the same bomb. person that does Hereditary. Yes, Ari uh, Aster. I both both movies super solid. It's yeah. also an hour longer than this movie, but Midsummer for me feels like some Midsummer for me feels like somebody saw the Nicolas Cage version of the Wicker Man and went, no, we need to pay homage <laughs> to the original yeah. and actually yeah. do it right because there's so many similarities, but it's its own thing, especially because somebody said earlier, this movie has drug references other than alcohol. Not really, but Midsummer. Yeah goes heavily into the drugs you know what i mean yeah and, and so it has all the paganism it has all the ritual it has everything midsummer is just a tight amazing movie that holds almost the same atmosphere as this movie in a lot of ways excluding the music there's no music that i remember in midsummer <laughs> but we would definitely yeah, have to watch the, the, the music at some point. the music in midsummer is really good uh the, the opening song in particular is very intense i remember that Hobby i just think he meant it's like people aren't busting into like random songs mid <laughs> that yeah, that makes Mary the movie Poppins feel more style. natural, for <laughs> sure. The random song numbers do make the make Wicker Man feel a little unnatural at moment in moment. But again, I do think the- after this conversation <laughs> with you guys, like Ducky and uh, Jay pointed out, it's like almost by design to make you yeah. feel like right. Uh, well, they have their own culture, they have their own heritage, they have their own. They're songs also things. So they're also very important. disconnected from like what you would call normal society. Yeah. The fact literally, that like, literally songs. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Uh, We'll get to midsummer at some point. That is a promise. We will get there. <laughs>
Hey everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. All right, let's do some clips of this movie. So let's get going. Can you guys see it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you oh, lost? Oh. Hello, sir. Have you lost your bearings? No, sir. <laughs> I don't think so. This is Summer Isle, is it not? Oh, I was going to mention this. This movie does a lot of hand cam, too, where it goes around the characters. Like, mm-hmm. that's unique, and especially at the time, to use that camera. It wasn't until John Carpenter did Halloween a couple years later that they used Handicam to such good use in that opening segment, where it's from the perspective of the child of Michael Myers. But this movie uses Handicam a lot, and I think that's pretty cool. It is, sir. Well, I'm right there. Now, would you send the dinghy, please? <laughs> Stop playing with your dinghy. Uh, hairs, hairs don't have tea. I don't know what that means. Do you um, hit the rabbit? Do you know Rowan? Of course I do. Oh, all the characters are named after plants, too. I don't know if you guys caught that. Planets are foliage. You do? Hmm. Of course I do, silly. Uh, do you know where she is now? The weird Maybe pagan religion, I guess. Dude, I kind of want to join it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they for sure had a, a cool way of life that I don't necessarily disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the sacrificing part, I'm good. Yeah. I do, be a I do have the urge to fucking apart sometimes. Yeah, dude. 100%. Silly. One fab landlord. I'm sorry. When this guy turned around and he was like, hey, I was just like, this guy's fabulous. Well, well, funny story. Uh, I mean, I, I got something for everything. So this uh, this uh, this actor, uh, uh, I think his name's his last name's Camp. This guy is very famous for having an affair with David Bowie. Um, he was very openly gay throughout his entire life, obviously, and uh, yeah, he just uh, and he he was a choreographer. He was a choreographer. He was a dancer. This is another actor who's extremely. Uh, Extremely successful and very established, and yet another actor they got to, to be in the in the movie, and also four years older than his daughter in this movie. So that's cool. <laughs> look at this though. He's just you can tell this flamboyant hey. as shit. I'm Alden and you must. Always I fucking him several him. times. Yeah, dude, he's getting. Oh, yeah, he is. My daughter Willow will show you to your room. Willow, he's, he's looking at him like everybody looks at Willow. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely not wearing a bra, hundred percent, or anything. They don't have bras the back then. That's what that's what signifies a cool girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's cool as shit. This is my daughter Willow. Yeah, it's Good not evening. the landlord's daughter. The song. Well, my favorite part. This made me think of whose line is it anyways. ID, 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 
Why don't you have a wee drink? Orgy. Orgy. And I'm like, maybe this movie's not so bad after all. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's I'll right there it. out in the field, man. Just getting it, getting it, getting it, man. My biggest problem with this was there weren't more of these in the movie. Yeah, hundred <laughs> pros. Hello, McGregor. I have the See, for me, it was the lighting. Yeah, yeah, I don't like lighting. <laughs> Come on, Bashbuka. I, I like really this idea that she's she's the town whore. He brings the boys to her to kind of get them, you know, going. You know what I mean? Like, they, well, they got to get the first it, round. It's also another version of sacrifice too. It's it's You're he's right. sacrificing virginity to her. Yeah, and he it, says that he goes, "You're Aphrodite," you know. Yeah. Like, well, he also oh. says like the bigger sacrifice or the better sacrifice is tomorrow or yep. whatever. Right, about. right. Yeah. He says something like save your energy. He says it here. I'd sacrifice a couple babies on her. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. yeah. Good so. uh, sacrifice for Aphrodite. You flattered me a lot. Notice her mouth wasn't moving. <laughs> well, yeah, she, was saving, she was saving it. She's going to need that in a minute. Yeah, 100%. The, the, ADR, the ADR in this is this. terrible. It's terrible. So awful. There were lines where the fucking cop was eighty yard. I don't even think it <laughs> yeah. was him speaking. It was horrible. <laughs> I make no such distinction. You are the goddess of love in human form, and I am merely your humble. Actor. I love hearing his voice, though. <laughs> it's Chris yeah. Lee, oh, motherfucker. I, yeah. I love. I love the. I love the soliloquy he did right after this, where it's like he he does it right over the two snails fucking. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. Enjoy yep. yourself and him. Penis song. Hell yeah. I need one of these. We got Oliver Platt to do the song. <laughs> I would. I noticed one thing about this: uh, uh, the little girls are inside learning, while the little boys are outside, like playing with a phallic symbol. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it would fit better with the Nicolas Cage movie with the uh, feminism and stuff. You didn't have to clip that. No, no, it needed to be clipped. The beetle bug. <laughs> <Get> down. <laughs> there he is. That girl is 21 years old. Just yeah, she looks it. What? Yeah, she doesn't yeah. look like a kid. Yeah, she, so the actress is supposed to be between 13 to 14 in this scene, but she was 21. Yeah. So none of the girls running around the Stonehenge were kids, right? No, no, I don't. Okay, so. good. Why, were you no. jerking off during that scene? <laughs> Just asking for David. <laughs> <laughs> no, David would be fine with it. She's the special girl that got held back for sure. Hundred percent. And why in God's name she, do it? Girl. She looks like she's gonna grow up to be the short bus driver, though. Yeah, 100%. yeah, for sure. Like she's a little. She's smart enough to drive for sure. <laughs> liars. I think I spelled that wrong. You're a liar. You are despicable little liars. Rowan Morrison is a schoolmate of yours. You're the she? biggest liar of them all. Yep. That is her desk, isn't it? Well, isn't it? I think you ought to know. And you are the biggest liar of all. I like how he thinks that calling people liars is like the greatest bird ever. Jake, it's one <laughs> yeah. of the seven deadly yeah. sins, maybe. I don't know. Back in the day. It seems like it should be. Yeah, I, I, I fucked them up. I told them my, I called them liars. They, they knew who was talking <laughs> they, they, they got, got what was coming to them. Yeah. <laughs> but, 100%. They didn't really respect me. Once I said... You're a liar. They're like, okay, this guy means business. 
Got he's it. gonna go back to confession <laughs> and apologize and ask for like resolution for using such hateful language. But other than that, you know. <laughs> death. <laughs> Here, we do not. So that woman was married to Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, yeah, she can get it. it. I'm mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, think about this, guys. What if Sean Connery had played Lord Summerall? I would have loved this fucking movie. That would have been yeah. weird. Or Nardis, you were the, she, definitely you were the, you were the former. <laughs> it would have somehow. It would have been at least twelve percent sexier somehow. <laughs> we believe oh, that when the human life is over, the soul returns to trees, to air, yep, to fire, yep, to water, to animals. She's not wrong. So that Rowan Morrison has simply returned to the life bosses in another form. Not a single person has a Scottish accent in this fucking movie. Did you notice <laughs> that? And it takes place in Scotland. Oh. No, it, so it takes place in Summer Isle. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Silly girl, you have to make all this fuss. In he goes. Oh. Did Ow. you get a frog in there? Fuck that. That's method acting right there. That girl's legit about to vomit. It is. I didn't clip it when he goes, You're all crazy. Lord Summerall, I love him. Good afternoon, Sergeant. He was just here the whole time. Doesn't the guy who plays Barat, I can't think of Sancha Baron Cohen, looks just like a young Christopher Lee. It's crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It does not refresh me. Oh, sorry. One should always be. I am not having a good time. There <laughs> it is. Those children out there. I've come here to be a plumber. They're jumping through the flames in the hope that the god of fire will make them fruitful. Really, you can hardly blame them. After all, what girl would not prefer the child of a god to that of some acne-scarred artisan? And, and you, you encourage them in this actively. <laughs> it's most important that each new generation born on summer I'll be made aware that here the old gods aren't dead. And what of the true God, whose glory churches and monasteries have been built on these islands for generations past? Now, sir, what of him? Well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he had his chance. That was crazy. Blew it. He blew it. I love that line. That is so that fucking great. Line. So fucking good. Fucking that's, great. That's line Battery grab. That's so good. That's wake a, up. That just means he just means business. All right, wake up. Ready for it. Yeah, there it yeah. is! I don't even care. I'll show We're off with <laughs> Dude, it's not even a big deal. I love how he's 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 got that horniness of a teenager right now where he's like, I oh, want yeah, to, yeah. He's, but I can't. He's ready to stick I don't his know, dick dude, in I would wall. argue that a 30-year-old virgin is hornier than a teenager. And Agreed with you. You are 100% right. You are 100% right. Yeah. 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 I would have gave just, in. He's just I also... I, I also realized that um, I am the same age as Sergeant <laughs> Howie. Yeah, you're like, you're oh. going to lose your virginity any day now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, promise? you promise? Just don't go into the islands until we get you covered. If you, yeah. You yeah. got it. Yeah, you ain't going up. Miles, a promise. Miles, <laughs> a, Miles said I was supposed to. I opposed to. <laughs> you're not going up, not Wicker Man. We got your back. Weird alligator oh, thing. The dragon? Yeah, it's a dragon. I don't know what the fuck it was. It's cracking me. That up scene so. with the swords, I will say that that was cool just because like the tension in that scene was so just we'll get amazing. There. Yeah, totally clipped that. 
I like the. She wants them. This was the so dragon weird. kept snapping during that. This was so weird. Why was she seduced? Why were all these women seduced That's by this virgin? What they're trying to they're, do it. He's a pure sacrifice, dude. They, dude, they were trying. Uh, first of all, women love virgins, so like okay. they're trying to. They're, you know what I mean? Like the old joke that they're trying to deflower him. Yeah, but I think also, part. man, I always thought like that was another thing is they gave him so many chances to not to get out of it, man, and he refused. He, you know what? You know what? You know what he was? That he was pedantic. He insisted upon himself. A hundred percent pedantic. I'm thinking he was just gay. <laughs> it might have been that too. Yeah. Yeah, there was no dudes throwing themselves at him. That's yeah. true. That the handler hand. had thrown himself at him, it would have been over. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> Count Dooku and drag. I love this <laughs> shit, dude. He's even swinging yeah. his lightsaber around if you look closely. Yep. This was really long. He, uh, he he looks an awful lot like Yoko Ono for some reason. 100%. Yeah, he does. I was thinking the ring right there. <laughs> but Both horrific people. We need to watch the ring, dude. We need to get that shit done. Ah, like no, the American, no. the American version. Yeah, I no. agree with the American version. This is a cool shot, hundred percent. Check this shit out. They were doing well. Let's do that and all the sequels. Excellent use of lens flare. Excellent use of shadows. I like it. I dig it. Hundred percent. I'm there. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah, this. Chop. That's really cool. Chop. Yeah, I thought they killed the little girl. I did think it would have been cool if they just, like, chopped the first dude's head off. Just, like, done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist that we didn't see coming. It's almost like their son god showed mercy. Because <laughs> they were concerned. They thought that shit was real. The nah, ocean gets drunk. With her. This reminds me of Deathbed for some reason. <laughs> I thought of Deathbed a couple times during this movie, and it was just the unvault guard style of it yeah. all. But yeah, I fucking love Deathbed, dude. That was such a good pick. The rich and diverse fruits of your kingdom. Hey, you know it's Budweiser because they got the Budweiser. <laughs> the Clydesdales. Nice, good, good ball. Zonk. <laughs> I, hate, I, I hated this scene running through the cave. I didn't click it. Porno music. Yeah. <laughs> I love the music. I thought it was great. Punch. One of the great cool victims. She is beautiful. My God. Bro, I was There's a lot of wants. Dude, now she looks like the girl from 237 in The Shining. Yeah. I'm down with that, too. Because she's dead? Yeah. I got that miniskirt back there. That was a really miniskirt for back in the day. No doubt. The Wicked Man! No matter what you do. I was like, no shit, bro. They're going to save him. Uh, did you think somebody was gonna come save him? Like literally? Yeah, bro. I didn't look at the time. I was like, somebody's gonna have to. So, come and the, the 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 studio wanted them to change the ending that the rain happened. It came through and it saved his life, and they refused to do it. As filmmakers, they're like, nope, this is the movie we wanted to make. Well, that would have really made the problem come that. back. I would have loved to see that. like an actual sun god come down and just like bless the <laughs> land and fruit starts growing. 
Boom. Eternal. All worth it. Promised to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in the life eternal. That is good. Look at all these wands. you do. We confer upon you a rare gift. This hair is crazy. I love it. Yeah. A martyr's death. It is time to keep your appointment. He looks like the sun god himself, right? There. Yeah, that was the meaning. Yeah, yeah. With, hair. with the yellow and the other wild hair. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. a good, good catch. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's Godzilla! Yeah, dude, you're gonna need him if, uh, oh if you're gonna God! get out of this one. Christ! That was, he does so good. He's such a yeah, good Yeah, this actor. was really yeah. good. I, the passion I gonna, here is incredible. I was yeah. gonna say I've seen the clip of the Wicker Man, the new one, and mm-hmm. you know, it's obviously Nicolas Cage being over dramatic, but this is what I was expecting from this, and it was just like perfect. I was like, yeah. oh damn, this is a great, really great ending. No burn, baby, burn. I'm like, save him. Somebody save. I really was, bro. Nah, I'm gonna burn. This is, this is really good. Raph, I've seen this movie 25 times, <laughs> and probably, and I still think, okay, this time, it's he's gonna get out of it. I'm watching <laughs> yeah. the director's cut finally. It's gonna happen. Which there is a director's cut. I don't know if anyone watched it. There are added scenes to that, of course. I, I think anything okay. longer than an hour and a half for this movie. <laughs> there's there's a lot of it. scenes that take place before he gets nope. to the island. There's a huge dance yeah. where nope. they cut though in the third Fuck act. It would have really made it a lot more of a flow. <laughs> the hour the and a half cut. Is perfect. Perfect. It's actually perfect. You hear them piggy squealing. The animals. And you can see him burning when they pull away. So according to the actress who played the uh, titties with the big ass, I can't think of her name. <laughs> The uh, blonde girl, uh, she said they, they she said that they did burn the animals, but uh, according to the director, they pulled all the animals out before they burned the effigy. So, yeah, I somehow believe her more than him. Yeah, how is that? That I, it is true. Yeah. And look, you can see the stuntman still in there. Right, right. I love that shot. Like that had to have been an impossible shot to get, and then it sits on that for a long time. All right, guys, that was The Wicker Man. Fucking awesome movie. Let's do yeah. recommendations. The first recommendation will be The Wicker Man. Who would have saw that coming? Yeah, we're talking about the remake because regardless of the fact that it is bad, it is highly watchable. And it's a, ba- a good, bad movie. You know what I mean? It's one of those movies that they no. meant to do well by, it, <laughs> but they did not do well by. It. And Nicolas no. Cage is over the top. Nicolas Caging the whole way through this movie. I enjoy it. I totally want to watch it for the cast at some point. Uh, the, the fact that they use twins as a uh, story element, the fact that they send out somebody to get impregnated and then they use them as the bounty every year. The fact that they had that tag at the end with uh, James Franco. I just think this movie works. And a and it's also really bad. <laughs> I love it. So it's really cool. Uh, the second recommendation we kept saying it over and over again: Midsummer. If you haven't seen yeah. it, Raph, you need to see it, dude. It's so fucking good. It is as Javi says, a day ruiner. I guess it could be, but as a movie, I, it's so good. Good, Alex. What do you think? You know, it's weird. Is uh, Midsummer when it's over, it actually makes me happy. Watching Midsummer is like having a good cry, and then you feel better afterwards. Oh, nice. wow. it's, I, I think that is definitely the. Uh, I think that's the message. Like, yeah, because she starts yeah. out so miserable. Yeah. I, I and, love how she's such a shitty girlfriend at the end of it, though. She's just looking at him like, hmm, 
<laughs> with that no, I face. love that. I love that. No, dude, she, read... she was just giving comeuppance to a really shitty boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't I, a good guy. But I, you know. I read something somewhere that said uh, Midsummer's part of a genre of films called Good for Her, and I agree with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. That was a good one. All right, guys. Got <laughs> on the line. What do we got? That, oh, go ahead. I, I want to recommend Con Air. Yes, oh, you're uh, right. Great movie. It's a great <laughs> fucking it. movie. Dave Chappelle plays a ball. It's wonderful. Uh, is that really your recommendations, right? <laughs> yeah, bro. I really right, love it. Con Air it is. I love Con Air, too. Uh, Miles, Jay, Alex, you got a recommendation? Sure. I got a recommendation. What you got? Anyone want to go first? No, you go first. You're talking. <laughs> I want to recommend Santa Sangre. What the fuck is that? So it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a Spanish horror movie from uh, 19. I, I, I can't remember. It's, it's 30, 40 years ago by Alejandro Jodorowsky. It's basically uh, the Mexican version of Psycho. It's awesome. I love it. Nice. Oh, that sounds good. Very nice. So oh. the 90s were not 40 years ago. <laughs> no. Miles, whenever, whenever Alex said the uh, good for her genre, it made me think of one. Uh, I'm going to throw out I Spit on Your Grave, which is a, oh, yeah. uh, insanely over the top violent. Uh, but man, if there is a like maybe lead uh, or like, I don't know, like the pioneer of the good for her movement, I might say could be that film. Yeah, I like I like the good for her movies. Jay, what you got? Well, uh, I was thinking a lot about this and, you know, you mentioned uh, specifically uh, you know, movies that uh, the horror takes place during the day to some extent. Uh, I know we did Children of the Corn last year for Thanksgiving, but another movie that a lot of people think kind of inspired Children of the Corn was a TV movie with Betty Davis. You can actually watch it is a two-parter, and it's called The Dark Secret of Harvest Home. And uh, it has a lot to do with female energy, and, and I'll, I'll leave it at that, but it's a, it's a, it's a fun little watch. It's definitely more fast-paced than The Wicker Man, but it's definitely... Kind of in this whole thing. It's, in that what was whole, that it's another good. The Dark Secret of Harvest Home. Very nice. Very nice. All right, guys. Well, it's time where they can find you on the internet. Raph, where can they find you? R F L S O N on YouTube. Very nice. Miles, where can they find you? I'm Mr. Most Days Off pretty much everywhere. And you can check out my Simpsons podcast at Best Darn Diddly. Alex, do you have a, uh, a uh, where they can find you on the internet? You were doing reviews there for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't touched my review page in like two months. Uh, at Action Bastard Reviews, if you want to look me up. I'll probably post something eventually. Fuck yeah. And you can find us at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. And of course, you can find us every Monday for Camp Slash Horrorcast. We talk horror movies from the past live at 8 p.m. Central. Next week, I think, will be The Black Phone because it just came out. I'm super interested in talking about it with all y'all. So I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to slot that in there. Uh, with that said, thank you so much for watching, guys. Thank you for being here. Keep horror in your heart. I have to pee super bad, so I'm <laughs> rushing through this <laughs> as quick as possible. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Bye. Have a good one. And let's cut the feed so I can run to the bathroom. Run. Run it to the bathroom. I'll be back. Ah, and there it is thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today if you enjoyed it head over to your favorite podcast app spotify stitcher podbean and itunes and give we are podcast network a like and since this is camp slash horrorcast if you want to check us out live we will be on twitch and youtube every monday at 8 p.m central time you can find us at twitch.tv backslash we are podcast network and youtube.com backslash we are podcast network 
And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Begoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.